podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey and you're listening to the guys of Coppen Frackers. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Coppin Fracker, brought to you by Touchline Media Group. If you don't know already, it's your host Fahi. Alongside me, I have got two of my brothers. Um, they, they're, they're in opposite ends of the LFC fan base when it comes to positivity, pessimism, optimism, um, the way they rate players. So I'm sure it's going to be a great pod. Uh, Glam, I'll introduce you first before you start shouting at me for not introducing <laughs> How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm good, man. Thanks for bringing me in first, man. I, I, I've gone how are you? where I really care, but yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm good, you know. I'm good, man. I'm not, I'm not good in terms of um, sporting reasons, um, mm. understandably. But other than that, yeah, I'm good, man. How you, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I mean, you're the guy that always comes on after, you know, an embarrassing few days. So, you know, it's, it's always good to see you back on. You're always on repping. So. Cool, my brother. Um, yeah. Peter. P- P- Peter's, Peter's having dinner at... 10.13. How you doing, brother Peter? Yeah, I'm good. Obviously, the commitment to podding and analysis means that I can't eat during the games. You know, I've got to watch them games intensely to give that in-depth, you know, analysis. Not that, that protein, that meathead analysis that certain men on, that, on the podcast give. You know what I'm saying? If the street fits, you know, they're saying Ellis, but hey. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. What are you saying? You're there with paper and pen writing shit down? That's that's me, bro. Literally, that, that's literally me. You know, I'm just you know, what I'm saying so good, so wide. Just we'll get into your analysis for tonight. Um, obviously, this has been recorded straight after um, the two 0 victory over Rangers in the Champions League. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be discussing obviously the Rangers game that we've just seen. We'll discuss a bit of um, Brighton because I'm sure our ops want to hear um, our thoughts on the Brighton game, which obviously ended three three on Saturday. Um, we may have Yak join us as well, so we'll wait and see what happens here. But in the meantime, it's us three. Uh, before we get started, just want to shout out all of our patrons. Um, thank you again uh, for supporting Repping Cop Um Obviously, we've had great content out recently. The post-match on Saturday, me, Harold and Mark was really, really good. I mean, I think you, you could just tell how rattled we were. The conversation was was fantastic. So if you've not joined on Patreon yet, please do join because there's obviously 10 games in the month of October, so there'll be post-match for every single game. You've obviously got the Bantix show with Peter and Mike. You've got any other business. You've got the weekend preview, which Glam usually does. There's all sorts going on. So make sure you join uh, www.patreon.com forward slash cop and fracker. All right, cool. Let's get started. Um, Lads, it's been a tough three, four days. Um, I think we thought going into Saturday, obviously we're going to speak about Rangers first, but going into Saturday, I think we thought, you know, we've had a good two and a half, three weeks off. Um, we're fresh, we're rejuvenated. Let's go again. And then obviously our boys let Trossard dunk all over them. Um, and obviously since then, we, we, we've been a bit rattled. The, the cop in chat, 
I mean, I'm not seeing any optimism by anyone. You know, we, we've all kind of given up. Peter's been pessimistic. Glam is obviously always pessimistic. He's not changed. I've joined the crew. No, 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 nothing, nothing to celebrate right now. So, going into tonight's game, Glam, what did you want to see um, to make you feel a bit better about the club? Um, well, first of all, my, I wanted to see changes. I wanted <laughs> to see the hammer drop and certain personnel's being dropped. Um, at least three, maybe four players dunked on the on on, on the bench. And that's the first and thing foremost. In terms of um, style of play, I'll be honest with you, it was Rangers. You know, I, I, I were, if, even if we beat them 8 0 or 2 0, I weren't going to take anything from the game, if I'm honest with you, mate. Um, I just felt it's a game that we should win. But I just think I see changes. I wanted to see um, see the, the clock just obviously drop his hammer down, just get, just get people um, spruced up. But didn't see that. But we won the game. Yeah. What What did you think of um, the formation change? So obviously we went from a four three three to a four four two. We well, yeah, kind of. I, I thought it was um, we play, Nunes was going to play up, up front singly. I liked the interchange. We saw Nunes on the right, Salah come in the middle, then Nunes on the left. Um, well, something had to give. Um, did it work? Well, we won the game. I don't know if um, that was something we would try in a, with a better opposition. If I'm honest with you, um, but yeah, you have to try something different. We, we had to try something different, man, because what we had going for was 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 wasn't working, mate. Cool, cool, Peter. Um, same question to yourself. Obviously, after the Brighton game, what did you kind of want to see from um, the club? Okay, so after the Brighton game, I was kind of like, I was kind of down on the dumps because it just felt like like a kind of like a kind of cycle where it's like. We have these kind of rubbish performances. Yeah, we might end up scoring, but like we're not. It's not going to change. And like we've seen Klopp do so many different alterations and different versions of this four-three-three. Um, you've seen underlapping fullbacks, overlapping fullbacks. You've seen um, eights that cover the fullbacks. You've seen progressive eights. You've seen false nines. You've seen focal points of strikers. And it just felt like we we're never ever going to venture away from it. Um, from this four-three-three, and it's, it's not always like. Um, not even always like a formation change. Sometimes you can do different stuff and build up. You can do different stuff on the attack. But it felt like um, there's just no change. And I didn't really see how we could change it up, turn and form without a change in formation or change in, in, in tactics or a change in personnel. And then Klopp comes out in the press conference and also says that like, and they ask Klopp, are you going to change? Like, are you going to change like the way you play or your formation? And he says, um, we've got no time to change. Like we have a game every every what's called three days so there's no time to change which is it's fair enough but at the same time we had games cancelled due to um obviously Queen Lizzie dying RIP so in that time you probably could have changed we had a week um and also we had an international break I know obviously a lot of players went but you still had a bit of time of some players that were still there you know what I'm saying the likes of Thiago and and so on so um yeah but in typical like manager fashion where these managers they're a bit like Eddie Guerrero, you know, they, they love to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they say they're not going to change it, that means they are going to change it. So it's, it's an incredible pump fake from, from Klopp. And obviously he does. When I see it line up today, I'm just shocked because it seems like a 4-2-3-1 a or a 4-4-2. And incredibly attacking um, in terms of having Diaz, um, Jota, Nunes and Salah um, all on the pitch at the same time. 
you know what I'm saying? So I was very interested to see what we would play and how we would line up. Um, yeah, and, and what it would, what it would be like. So yeah, I, I was I was pretty excited by this just because it was something different. Um, we haven't seen really seen something different from this Liverpool team in terms of lineup. It's been the same old, you know, four three three. Um, you know what I'm saying? So and when you play a different formation, Rangers like, or the opposing team don't really have a clue what you're gonna do, and that they have to kind of adjust on the fly. And we kind of see that in the game. I'm sure we'll get into it, but like they didn't really know how it was gonna line up. We didn't. They didn't know where anyone's position. So um, it makes it unpredictable. But it could have went either way, to be honest. It could have went like we got killed in transition, or it could have went like yeah, progressive. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, no, it's obviously um, we started seeing this afternoon that we were gonna go four four two. Saw like the leaked teams and everything, and yeah, <sighs> after the game on Saturday, I think uh, Peter. We were all chatting in the um, group chat and we were saying, well, a few of us were saying, we just need to go with two in midfield rather than the three and just have a solid base. So it was interesting to see that Klopp did go with that solid base and literally just had... Hand sorry, don't, and... don't you think the 4-4-2 suits our players more? It, it, it does. If you're looking at personnel, yeah. But I think in this day and age of football and the way opposition players and teams line up against us, it does leave us a bit exposed. You'd kind of have to have it in a way where the two in midfield literally just sit back. Yeah. They'd have yeah, to. I can, but then it's not like a... There's different ways to kind of play it, I think. So you can kind of play like a 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. So yeah. and that's a bit more like kind of vertical. And obviously... Um, the the wingers don't maybe are not in the same line as the forwards, but they can kind of get back in a, a bit much, a yeah. bit better. Um, obviously you can play a four 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 two. You can also play the kind of diamond in a, in a diamondy way um, yeah. four four two. So there's different ways to kind of play it. So um, yeah, yeah, no, no, no that, that's fair. So do you think today was four four two? Because I don't actually think it was four four two. Because if you're looking at the, the way the forwards were, it felt more four two four. Yeah, yeah, glam glam. You wanna you wanna play? Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't think it was a four four two. Uh, it might. Have, I don't think at all it playing like a four four two. Um, I think Mo Salah was high up the pitch when he was on the right hand side more than say a right wing. I think the interchange in terms of what I said earlier, um, how the forwards changed. I don't think it was a four four two. Yeah, yeah, no, no, agreed. And I, I know obviously Trent's just come out and said that it, it we changed to a four four two. But if that's a four four two, that's an ultra attacking four four two because that's not. <laughs> That's not how you set up the four. That, that's the personnel we have, though. We don't really have like, we have forwards, not like midfielders. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's not as if we have like I don't know Alberto Riera and bloody Yossi Benayoun as the wingers. We have, <laughs> yeah. yes. and, you know, like... we have forwards. Like they're not, they're not gonna they're gonna they're not gonna. It's not in their like minds to kind of track back instantly. So that's the way we're gonna play it. But yeah, it's, it's just it's just interesting, obviously, to see kind of that formation kind of play out in this modern day and age with obviously the forwards and how forward thinking they are. And yeah, against opposition teams can be very, very interesting. Yeah, agreed. All right, cool. So let's get on with the game. Um, it didn't take long for us to go one nil up. Um, a certain someone has been in in the spotlight for a while now. Um, it's it's just been ridiculous, and obviously his performances haven't been great at all. And it's it's been a deserved flogging, to be fair. And I liked, I yeah. liked, I liked the approach Gary Neville took on Monday Night Football. I think yeah, he did, really good. I think he did it in the right way. I, I think, like, he kind of actually 
gave you exactly what Trent should be doing rather than the nonsense clickbaity, oh, Reese James is better than Trent, all this kind of nonsense. It was more like, you know what, this is actually what Trent is doing wrong and this is how he can change. If he yeah. just moves his body shape like this, the, the, talking about all these different things, the, the little intricacies of being a fullback, that, that's what I kind of wanted to see from Pundit and obviously Neville gave it. It was a good four and a half minute breakdown. So listeners, if you haven't seen it, just go on YouTube, type in Sky Sports Football and you'll be able to see it. Um, but obviously Trent's, Trent's been... Um, in the headlines for a while, he's obviously having a rough time. He's obviously not been given his best on the pitch. Um, and he he scores the first goal. Uh, free kick from 30, 25, 30 yards, 25 yards, I'd say. Um, top corner. Uh, makes it 1-0. How do you think... I'm not going to go to Glam for this, because I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, we'll balance it out. We'll balance it out. But <laughs> Peter... How do you think that goal is going to help ease uh, Trent's nerves and kind of, you know, the and the anxiousness he's probably had? Um, yeah, I, th I think it's a great way to respond and a great way to kind of hit back at his critics and the media. Obviously, they've been getting on to him. And like you said, deservedly so. Um, the performances he's put up recently, especially like the ones against Napoli, um, some of the, the um, like goals against... Brighton the other day, obviously the one that he's slipping, his body shape was all wrong. So he, I think he's been deserved to be flogged, but um, the best way to kind of bounce back is, like you said, by his performances and, and with a goal. So he does that. Um, he takes his goal very well. And I think it's, it's, kind of, it's weird because it's like a common pattern of him where it's like when he's getting flogged, he just like kind of produces like a special moment. Um, so it, it shows his maybe incredible mentality and... Um, his, his, his ways of bouncing back. And I, I don't think, you know, it would get to him too much in terms of, I think we have a lot of elder statesmen in the squads. So I think the likes of Milner, Henderson, Van Dijk could be talking to him constantly, telling him to kind of ignore the media, ignore the press. And he's been in the squad for quite a long time now. So um, he's been in the squad since, obviously, since he's 18. He's now 23, 24. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it, 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 would, it would get to him too much. Um, I think we we'll just kind of focus on his game. But um, what I will say is I don't think this goal kind of glosses over everything. Um, he hasn't been great this season. He does need to improve. Um, today, obviously, wasn't the best game in terms of maybe putting himself against like a, a strongest attacker. I thought Ryan Kent, who was a good player, didn't really get him as much. I thought Ryan Kent could have maybe... Um, Do you got think him. Ryan Kent was a good player? I, I think I think he's talented, for sure. When I watch him in SBO, like, yeah. on the ball, he, he's, he's talented. Like, he's talented. That's what I would say. Yeah, I think you can plonk you on the SPL, man, and I think you could cause a bit of damage. I've seen worse wingers, worse wingers give Trent obviously um, trouble, so maybe putting like that. But um, they, didn't have the ball enough, though. they didn't have the ball enough to to get to to uh, get to Kent. Anyway. Yeah. So, but obviously, I think Arsenal will be the main test. Obviously, him. That'll be the main test for a minute, but um, it's a nice way to bounce back from his critics, but he's not just off. It's not just a goal and yeah, he's back. No, like he still needs to improve on what Gary Neville said. He still needs to improve on his performances. So, but yeah, it's, it's a nice goal. Cool. Uh, Glam, um, what did you make of Trent's performance today? So I'll, I'll give you a few stats. Um, I've got them to hand. So Trent today... Um, from a defensive point of view, five tackles attempted, four tackles won. Um, aerial duels, two attempted, two won. Um, pass succession, 86%. Two shots, one goal. I don't know what more you'd kind of want to see. Like, talk to me. What what did you see from Trent today? And is it an improvement on what you've seen this season? Bluntly, um, not really. Um, 
I'll be honest. Um, he, he, he done fine today. Great goal. Great goal. Like, it's good that he's, he scored a free kick um, of recent because he's got the te- technical ability. Other than that, no, not really. I, I, obviously, was he tested defensively? No, I, I saw a couple of times when he was caught out of position. But I think that's just his, his game. But yeah, mate, I didn't see anything to say, yeah, he's over his walls. No, I think he, the post... I, I, I saw him sprint back a couple of times, to be fair to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's sprinted uh, back, like, actually for once today. The, the goal would help would help him. But, you know, come Sunday, um, <laughs> you know, boy, I'm, 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 I'm worried. Mm. I'm already laughing because I know what I I I I know what's going to happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah, with the Gabby Martinelli is just going to target Trent like he did last season. Yeah, last time you remember that's when Klopp was yeah. like, oh, talented boy." Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, he, he's just going to target it, man. It's it's going to be a rough Sunday afternoon for but him. Today, today, yeah, he had a he had a relaxing game, man. Or see, that might help him because sometimes when week in week out, and you have a yeah. You have a stinker. Let's be honest. You 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 you, you feel it in it. So it might it might rejuvenate. Him. Who knows? Yeah. Now, and I think also with with the system change, having the, the two sitting in midfield, you now kind of have Henderson covering that right sided area, right? A, a, a lot more. Like he's definitely dedicated to that area. So I think that should also help um, in a sense when it comes to um, certain certain patterns of play where, where they're kind of getting to pockets of possession around the Matip and Trent area. So I think Hendo being in that area as well should kind of help um, alleviate some of the issues. But yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting, interesting Sunday um, with Trent. I am really surprised by Ryan Kent and the fact that he just didn't go at Trent today. Like no, the, He no, didn't no, have no. the opportunity a few times. He didn't do anything. Yeah. He, he, he kind of just went to cut there's, there's in. There's a guy, I think that Matondo guy came on in the second half and he got at Trent a lot more than... Yeah. Ryan Kent did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm really surprised. I, I honestly thought um, Kent would go back Trent the, the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting to be honest. But I think Rangers were the, the perfect opponent for Trent and for us to be honest today mm. in terms yeah. of trying out a new formation. Um, Rangers basically complying and basically not really offering a threat and us being able to try something out new and not and not really be tested. So and Trent wasn't tested too. So. Yeah, I think Rangers was the perfect opponent, opponent, perfect opponent for us to get our confidence back, and for Trent too. Yeah, agreed. So, um, what did you make of the first half? Like, what were you expecting from this kind of game? To be honest, because obviously Rangers, we know that they're, they're not to the level of us. But obviously, we have not been playing to the level of us anyway. So, at any point or even before the game, were you kind of worried that this could be a bit of a game where we're still not ourselves and Rangers could cause us some tr- trouble? Glam, you're nodding your head. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I was just... Because obviously, that's exactly how I felt against Brighton. And I actually, it, it, it lost my mind where Brighton was actually in the um, in the league. I know we're going to touch on them. But yeah, I was thinking, I don't know, you know, guys. And that's that's the sad thing about it. This is where I'm at right now. Like, yeah, we're playing Rangers at home and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, because I don't know. I just don't know. And um, yeah, man, like, I, I shouldn't be feeling like that, especially at home as well. But this is how they got me feeling, mate. I'll be honest. <laughs> glam is glum, mate. I'm going to start calling you glum. Let's be real, though. <laughs> None of us are looking forward to this game. Like, we was all thinking, oh, nah, glam, but yeah, yeah. Gonna, yeah. You know what? Tuesday again. The moment they signed um, Jesus, I sent off a tweet off my account and I said something along the lines of, 
the, the one area where Arsenal always struggle against us, they've now like solved. And it's yeah. just like, you know what? It's going to be a much tougher game. It's not going to be the same game. Because usually against us, even when we because batter them 3-0, 4-0, they would still create chances. But the yeah. problem would be there'd be no one there to kind of take those chances. But now you've got Jesus, who's going to cause even more havoc in and around the area, but he's also going to be in the right position to take those chances. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah. um yeah. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, Jesus is um yeah, he's he's a problem. He's always been a good player, but yeah, yeah. he's um he, he needs to, we need to be sharp. And and I know I would love if Konate was, was Yeah, I would love to seven minutes. Yeah, I would yeah, love Konate to start. I would love it. But it's not gonna happen. What did you um <laughs> Peter, what did you make of Henderson today? So obviously another man that's that's been coming in deservedly for a lot of stick uh, recently. Um, someone who's been loose with possession, someone who's been off the pace. Um, I think he's literally been a detriment to the team. So what, what did you make of him today in the duo with Thiago? Yeah, I, I thought it was really good today. I think this is probably his best performance of the season. Um, I've been quite critical of Henderson this season, just in terms of he just looks really stiff to me and he looks like oh, he's kind of losing... Oh, okay. My bad. He looks like he's losing his mobility and his agility um, on that on the football pitch um, and on the ball. Like he can't really like when he receives the ball. You know how some people can like Henderson. It takes him a while to kind of turn and assess unless he's playing like the way he's facing. I just really don't think that he can kind of. He doesn't have that same um, kind of agility. And obviously, we know that he's using he's losing his um, his, his kind of um, engine as well around the pitch. He's not mm. able to get up and down um, as quick as quick as as he once used to. So um, I think this, like I said, I think this um, formation suits us a little bit more than a 4-3-3 now because our um, midfielders are aging. And I don't think Henderson has the kind of facilities to play that um, up and down eight anymore. So having him playing as a pivot and having him play as a sitter almost next to Thiago, you can kind of win the duels and he can kind of just move it one two touch, which he's actually really good at. Um, it suits him a lot more. Um, and in, in this position... Uh, he doesn't need any, like, he doesn't need to go forward, which I like. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't, need, we've got four tackles already who can cause mayhem. He doesn't need to, you know what I'm saying, run forward and then try and trek back. He just needs to kind of protect the defence and kind of protect us on counters and position himself well that so we don't get countered. So, um, yeah, I thought it was really good today. He also played some nice kind of clip passes as well. Um, when Henderson's got time, he's actually not a bad passer, to be fair to him. So um, he played some nice hoof balls that actually worked. I remember one to Nunes that Nunes um, probably should have scored. Um, I think he took it with a touch of his left foot and shot. It's on the left-hand um, side, right? Yeah, he took yeah. a touch of his left foot and then um, he, sh he shot at McGregor. McGregor saved it. So, um, yeah, one of Henderson's better performances and I'd like to see him in a double pivot more often. Yeah. Now, I I'd say he, he was on the ball more. He made more passes than Thiago. Um, better success rate and he had more key passes as well. So, like you said, actual creating chances... Um, Hendo did actually do his job today. Um, let, let's let's see what happens uh, moving forward. If we're going to stick to a four four two four two two, whatever the hell you want to call it, what duo uh, glam would you want in the midfield too? Um, hi, hi. Um, yeah, I don't want there. <laughs> you know the answer. You just don't want to yeah, say. Yeah, he knows the answer. He just doesn't want to say a yeah, certain, I'm, a certain yeah. guy's name. Obviously, it's going to be Fab and Thiago, but 
Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. We're just, yeah. I don't, I don't like them two in there, though. That's the thing. Not, not footballing wise and technically. I think they get outrun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then I, I cross the other way and I say, I'm not, I'm not going to justify say Levi, Thiago, or Fabinho or for Henderson, am I? So, but, <laughs> but Henderson will play. Henderson will play. That's what I'm saying. I won't go with that. Henderson will play. I just, I can't, I can't fathom. <laughs> on Sunday, seeing <laughs> Thiago Fabinho dropped, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, the system will change then because Henderson's starting. I'm t- is that, are we, are we I don't think Emirates you will. You know, I actually, I, I, I don't, I don't think you will. Are we at Emirates? I can't surely. Um, yeah, I think we are at Emirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're at the Emirates. Fuck you know. No, you can't start. He yeah, can't you can't. Start. I don't want to see Milner start either. Hmm? Nah, all right. Let me, come on, all right. All right. Down, that's, not hey, that's not don't happening. Don't joke at that one. Don't joke at that one, Glenn. Don't yeah, joke at that one. <laughs> all right, cool. So, so it was interesting when um, Fabinho came on. I think Bobby came on as well. Um, Nunez got took off, and Hendo no, got stayed off. on. Jota got taken off. No, Jota got taken off. Yes, yeah, Jota, Jota got taken off. Yeah, John. Nunez, um, Nunez then got yeah. taken off, but. Um, I think there was a period where um, when Fab came on, you guys were trying to say that you think this may be the lineup for Sunday. So what lineup were you saying, Pete? I think it was a convo you and Mike were having. Um, so yeah, Mike was saying that he believed that was the lineup that was going to start on um, Sunday. So he was saying that he thinks that will be Firmino and Nunes up top with obviously Diaz and Sal on the wings and then Firmino and Thiago in the middle. That, that don't make um, sense to me. Surely be Firmino and Jota up top. I don't think so because I just feel like um do you know why? I feel like you need a physical presence up against um Pauls, up against Saliba and, and Gabriel. Mm. And I feel like you make their life quite easy if you just have Firmino up there. And I know Joe will be up there too, but um I feel like you need it like if Nunes is giving them a tough time, hopefully Firmino will be able to kind of pick them holes up and maybe get a couple chances, maybe score a couple goals. So I I would personally stick um I would probably go with Nunes and Jota personally. But um, I think Klopp will go with Firmino and Nunes because Nunes, you need a physical presence up against Gabriel and Saliba. Like we saw against yeah. the Man United game when Firmino was playing up against Martinez and Varane. They had it so easy, like mm-hmm. so easy. So um, I would stick Nunes on Gabriel and just hope that he makes a Bozo mistake because Gabriel is, is liable to them to Bozo mistakes. All right, so let's stick on Nunes for a second. Um, obviously a man that started today. Um, again, a lot of talk about him. He... he... <laughs> He, he had a two-minute appearance on Saturday. Um, Ridiculous. Lord knows why. I don't even want to understand why that happened. Apparently, he was injured. That's what Klopp said. Yeah, I, bro, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we know that. But why come for fucking two minutes? Bro, there's, bro honestly, <laughs> it's, it's just... Either way, he started today. Uh, Glam, what did you make of what you saw from Nunes today? Um, yeah, hit me with your thoughts. Yeah, um, you know what? First and foremost, with Nunes... I, I, don't, I don't care with him, what sort of day he's going to get chances. He's always going to get chances. Yeah. That's that's one thing I like about him. He's always going to get chances. He's got great timing of runs, very rarely caught offside. Um, and, you know, he gets opportunities. The only thing with him, obviously, he's hitting the ball too clean. Like, too clean, mm. straight keeper, um, either straight narrow down the middle, could have clipped it over. So, you look at his chances... When he gets his sharpness in, I can see them going in the back of the net. Uh, in terms of, obviously, team build-up as well, I liked how he went out um, at left, his hold-up play. 
He brought it into Thiago in the first half. Then he went out wide. He sprayed the ball wrong. So, overall, I liked his overall gameplay. It would have been good for him to get a goal. Um, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, I can I can deal with this for now. Because, obviously, it's early days. But not 20 or games into the season. I'm seeing this and he's having shutouts with chances. Then, yeah, I'll start getting worried. But for now, um, you know, just give him a run. He needs a run now. He needs a run. Yeah. Peter, same question to you. What did you think of Nunes? Yeah. That's a really good point. To be honest. Now I think about it, it's true. Like, if if I was to see this version of Nunes, like, you know what I'm saying, maybe in, like, April or, or March, I'll, I'll get quite worried. But, um, like, I think this is what, maybe this is fourth start or third start. Um, so there are definitely positives to take from it, um, for sure. He's just, I don't know, he's just, he's just a bit of a funny footballer. I don't, like, yes. the thing of Nunes, he's just so funny. Like, some, like, he always gets chance and his movement is fantastic. Like, his movement mm. is actually fantastic, but, it's just the way he strikes the ball sometimes. I'm just a bit like, whoa. Or like some of his like decisions on the ball, like outside the penalty box. I'm just like, I get a bit like confused. And I, I don't think his tech is that bad. Like when he wants to ex- execute like a pass yeah. on that, he can. But there was one way he was just on the touchline. He didn't look before he passed it. He just passed it. And it was just like, it was very careless. And we kind of lost the ball there. But um, yeah, he just looks kind of raw. He yes. looks very, very raw. That's what he yeah, he needs coaching. like... I, I don't think we expected him. I don't think Klopp expected him to be this raw when we when we signed him. And they are positives to with him. So he's obviously he's, he's tall. He's um he's quick. His movement's fantastic. He's a handful for defenders, mm-hmm. but he's just not as um not as refined as we probably would have liked him. So I think um yeah he just will need some time. He but, might need to run. But um, do you think like that's what, thinking about that? Our system is completely different to uh, Benfica. You know. Um, to a Uruguay. So do you, obviously, with, with with that said as well, I remember you guys saying he needs a partner up top. He's got his goals anyway. He's got goals through that. But I do feel, you know, because when you look at him, some, for some reason, he's always crowded out. I think he has to come deep to get the ball to get space, which I noticed. Um, but his runs, his runs are brilliant. Yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, and he's, he's, he's start, once, he hits, once he gets one or two goals, I think they'll start flourishing, man. So he's had a bit of a stop. He's had a funny, funny start, Nunes. Yeah. From sent off to postponement with the Queen to 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 sub. It's just been funny. I, I, one thing I did like about him, he's comfortable in the wide areas. So he he did not mind going into the left wing, right wing, dribbling, taking on the man on on the wide areas. Like sometimes, and it might be to his, to not his benefit because he might need to conserve his energy, maybe stay in the box and just conserve it for his finishing. But he was he, he did really didn't mind maybe swapping with Salah or swapping Jota at times, making runs into the channels, um, taking the, the fullbacks on. So that was that was quite impressive. Um, he was able to interchange with our, with our, with our forwards quite quite well. To be fair to him, but um, I, yeah, and if you look, at, if you look at the ball as well, there's a lot of ballers there. You think about it though. You got Salah there. You got Diaz trying to ball at. You got yeah. uh, Nunes sure. there. You got Jota trying to ball at. And then when you make the subs, you got Firmino. Like. Yeah. You know, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of ballers there, you know. There's a lot of ballers there, and this is my point. I, I think I made. I can't remember where I said it now, but um, I said that I would rather play. Oh, I was on the spaces. I would rather play what an extra attacker than a, a midfielder because our quality is in this attack. Like, look at the, the attack yeah. lamb dispensation. That's five quality quality attackers. So I'd yeah. rather get a Nunes or a Firmino on the pitch than a Milner. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or, or, or whoever. So you just need to find a way to make it work, kind of thing. And he he, he definitely got spaces. Um. I like the, the spaces that Jota was taking up as well because Nunes was running behind and Jota was kind of playing in between the lines and Jota looked very comfortable in, in, in between the lines, to be honest. 
Yeah, I, I, I think also when, when you're looking at the way that this um, this forward line kind of um, approaches games moving forwards, in the games where Nunes doesn't have the space um, to run in behind, mm. it will allow Jota um, more areas to kind of retrieve the ball because yeah. ultimately what happened tonight was Nunes had the space, right? So he could run on. Yeah. But in other games, if if the defenders are focused on Nunes and they're sitting back, that allows more space in front of yep, the Yeah, yep, for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's where it will be like really lethal. Yeah. So if you know, yeah, what you're saying is like let's say I don't know, like we're attacking and then Nunes kind of goes to the front post that and then obviously like a centre back, all the centre backs would obviously go and follow Nunes to the front post, and that would leave, maybe leave like a gap for like a late runner like Jota to, to Yeah, score and I, I think if you if you kind of look at some of the poachers' goals that Jota scored, that's kind of what he's done previously, and that's yeah. kind of what he liked. Those are the kind of goals he likes to score. So I don't think it'll be a detriment to um Jota at all. But it'll be interesting. I think Jota would prefer playing as a CF or whatever, like a second striker than left wing or whatever he's playing, or or even as a focal point by himself. Like I think Jota would like to play with a big man up top, you know what I'm saying? He'd get more goals that way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just want to see Jota in and around the middle of the pitch, to be honest. I don't want to see him on the left hand side. Yeah, I I think he's better. Yeah. He's when he's like pause, like He's kind of explosive in that central area. When he gets to like, let's say the ball's broken down and he gets, like you said, like he retrieves it. I think that's when he's at his best. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. All right, cool. So um, if you had to choose... <laughs> I love asking Glab these questions. If you had to choose a man in the match for today, who would you go with? Um, today's game... Mm. Who, does, who does he hate the least? In it. <laughs> Who would I give the man a match to? Um, Probably, I don't really. Probably just, probably Diaz. Probably Diaz. It's five, man. Diaz has the quietest game ever. (laughs) Diaz has a quiet game. I do know what he's non stop, though, Diaz. He just, he won the penalty. He's. um, That was was a great dribble into the box. Yeah. Yeah. He's just non stop. I, I like his energy, but and, and this is the thing with this is the thing with Diaz, right? That you have two versions of Diaz. You have the one that just retains possession and stays on the flank, or you have the yeah. other one that wants to run at a defender and literally go after them. And to that tonight, we saw the one where he just wants to run at, run run into that defender, go past them. Um, and like my my only thing with Diaz is we know he's got the ability to dribble past most of these defenders, but he picks and chooses games when he wants to do that. And it's yeah. like, no, we need you to be the guy that always makes that run. You can't pick and choose games where you want to kind of just cut in and retain possession and pass to the midfield. You need to be the guy that's explosive, pause, go down the flank, cross it in or cut in and shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'll get you. I'll get you. Well, who do you guys think man the match was? Mm, I would probably give it to. Who would I, I would say Salah or Henderson. Um, Salah's just involved in everything, and I I think Salah's even playing at a seven or an eight. But Salah's he's still involved. Yeah, yeah, he's not even trying. Was, but he's deep. still involved in everything. Like that 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 young boy that was playing left left centre back had a tough game, like a tough 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 game. Salah kept running at him, kept cutting inside, getting chances. And this is Salah at like a seven or eight. This is Salah in just creator mode. You know what I'm saying? He's, but you know he's, what it is with Salah? He, he, you can tell very early on in a game what kind of Salah you're going to get because 
if he doesn't rate the opponent in front of him, he's going to run at them straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you saw tonight, like minute right. one, he was running at that left back and the left centre back. He was like, yeah, he, created, he created a lot of chances for Nunes. Salah should have had at least two assists. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the understanding between Salah and Nunes. To be honest, yeah. um, they, Salah's way they, of pass is excellent. Like I think that's such mm-hmm. an underrated aspect of his game. Like you'll never ever see Salah overhit a pass. You know what I'm saying? It's always the other way around. They always overhit a pass to Salah. Salah doesn't really overhit a pass. Like he's able to create and able to kind of play make at such a good rate. But it's kind of underrated. But even I, I don't think it's his best performance. But I would still say he just involves in everything. Fair. Cool. So you want to give it to Salah? Glam, gonna glam your mute. Yeah, no, no, fair. I get you. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Cool. So Diaz and Salah. Fair. What are you um, I'm stick with Diaz. You're you're gonna go with Diaz. Um, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Trent, man. Okay. I'm gonna give it to Trent because he like literally I. And again, this it's, is it's giving make a wish. It's, it's, it's giving. Such a, it's, 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 giving... Poor, it's such a poor excuse of giving someone. Yeah, yeah. It's giving cherry case. It's giving tells you the style of it tells tells you the quality of opposition we had. Where I can just say, yeah, I'm going to give Trent Man the match because he didn't do anything wrong. Like that is so poor. Yeah, it's so poor, man. All right. On that note, we're going to go on an ad break and then we'll be right back. UEFA Champions League football is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every game from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more in football's biggest club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Cool. All right, we're back. So we're ready to discuss Champions League. Wait, um, hold on, hold on. This, 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 Shimka, this Shimkas brother... Are you unsure? I've never said I was sure. I don't know about this guy, though. What's he's wrong all right. Like, What's wrong he's with all right. He's all like, I thought, Glam, like, are you sure? Like, is this the one? You, you know what it is, Glam? I'll, I'll tell you what my issue with Shimikas is. He doesn't have the intelligence to make the run at the right time. And when he has the ball in the final third of the pitch, he does not have a Scooby what to do with it. And his get-out clause is he's got a whip on him. Yeah, a good whip, yeah. And, that, and that's it. Like, he need, he need, I don't know what it is with him, but he just doesn't seem to have an understanding with whoever is in left-centre midfield or whoever is on left wing. Like, he can never time the run. And if you look at the first half, him and Diaz... It, it just made no sense. Like there was one time when Diaz was on the outside, and then instead of Chimkas to make the underlapping run, he well, went round him to make another overlapping run. It was like he went almost ran off the. Like pitch. How wide do you want to get? <laughs> so it, I just feel like he hasn't really like he still plays like he's a new player, and he's been there for like two or three seasons. And I'm not yeah. he does like he plays like he's just he just he just like a, a square peg in a round hole all the time. And he, no, we get I, by I, with him. I, I think it's harsh. I, I think he, he deputises well when he's played majority of the time. Like, know, like he's, not a reg, he's not a regular. He's not a first-teamer. 
when he's called upon, rarely he, he comes in. Before. I don't know what you expect from him, mate. Like, what does he really do wrong? But, okay, it's not about what you expect from him. It's, it's the fans that are saying, okay, he's as good as Robertson. Let's drop Robertson for him. He's yeah, no, the yeah, best yeah, second left back in the league. Well, no, bro, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's not that. It's Robertson, not that with him. Robertson's been having stinkers, isn't it? So, when he's been having stinkers, he's come in. He's done all right. I think... But Robertson's stinkers are still better than my man's good performances. Nah, like. No, no he, he, I, I, just, I just think, like, he, he is what he is. He is cover. And he's decent enough, adequate cover. Because how many good covers do you know out there that's going to be top level? Like, oh, yeah. Robertson's our first choice. And he's back up. There's nothing wrong with him, man. Boy, Feeney's back up. Pirro's back up. Hey, that, 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 that was a back up. Left back, like, what are you expecting? Like, I, I, I think it's really harsh. I really Nah, do, bro, I, I'm not going to lie, yeah. If I see my left wing <laughs> on the bottom of the pitch, I don't know why I'm going to try and make an overlapping run on the outside <laughs> of the pitch. That ain't even... Yeah, he's off the pitch. Nearly off the pitch to make overlapping run. He's actually... He's, he's such a poser at times. I'm like, <laughs> the one the one redeeming quality of Shimikas is he has got a whip on him. And, yeah. like, that is it, a very good weapon to have. And it can get him out of trouble. But in terms of actually using his brain when playing football, I, I really don't understand how he times his runs and like his understanding of what all the other players around him are and doing. And like the one twos, like when you see like a one two of him, it's like it's probably delayed or he has to do it. It's never like it's mm, 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 like which I, it might be harsh because he doesn't play in the first team as regularly. But I don't know, man. He, he just like Clam said, he's just cover and he's he's nothing better than that. So the people that are hyping him up, he's it's not that. Um, but he made a fantastic block. Fair play to him. That block was that that defied the laws of physics. So fair play. That that block was great. But talking of um, not that Saturday yeah. was not that. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, three p.m. Anfield. Um, yeah, our brother um, talking to Mush um, travelled four point five hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Play. Streets are saying he couldn't sleep that night because he was so excited to go to Anfield. He he, he woke up 6am, prepared, had his porridge and he was ready to go. And he saw a 3-3 Leandro Trossard masterpiece. Um, Glam, what went wrong, man? <laughs> what, what went, went wrong? What, what went right, mate? Um, like, I think from, from the off... Um, we looked shaky, and I think again, I, I think we had the Man United mentality. The Man United game was a shooing. This game was a, was basically how much. That's what this game was, and I just think we um we got overran. We got overran. We got bossed. Um, you name it, and then I think the guys the guys were shell shocked, and we 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 got outperformed. It's as simple as that. We got outperformed, and this is where I'm looking to. The sidelines or the coach, Linders, the clock, or whatever. What can you do here? Now, to be fair, you know we 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 we, we spirit a fight back, but mate, I was in, I was in shock when it was two 0 down. I was like, what? I was at work, like, what the fuck? I'm hearing bro, ping, bro, ping, like what bro. the this shit? You, you know that first twenty minutes, man. The first twenty minutes, we should have been four 0 down. They were pamming us. Welbeck missed from five yards out. He headed it straight really? to Annie. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously Trossard missed as well. And just like, yo, like we were, we weren't even rattled. We just didn't have a clue.
clue what was going on. Brighton were running rings around us, man. They were running rings around us. And I was shook. I was like, yo, we're going to get battered, man. This this is actually looking like a good 4-5-0 spanking. But you know what? One, The only positive I, I can... And I'm going to cap this positive up until the 70th minute. The mm. only positive I can give is 2-0 down. Should have been 4-0 down. Absolutely getting battered. And these guys obviously found a way to get back into the game, right? They, yeah. they got back into the game in such a way that they got back and they're winning 3-2. And then yeah. at that point, you're thinking, you know what? Cool. Yeah. It's all good. They're, they're going to see it home now. And there's no way they're going to they're going to let it slip again and, and, and mess it up. And then some questionable subs were made. Um, two of those subs were made before our third goal went in. Um, but yeah. I don't think the two subs that came on actually had anything to do with the third goal. So either way, uh, Milner came on. And who was the second guy that came on with Milner? Because I'm still rattled by this. Was it? Um, was it? Um, well, they have come at half time. Milner, it was Milner and Elliot. Elliot. Yeah, Milner and Elliot come on um, at two-two, where we're basically controlling the game. Either way, we get to three-two up, and then we just start falling apart again. It's just like we started losing possession. We started losing all our duels, and Brighton were just getting back into the game constantly you can see that they're looking at Trent's area they're thinking you know what we're going to go down that side again that's where we're going to get some opportunity yeah and it's like my one criticism of Klopp and I I listen Jurgen Klopp I love that man no pause I love that man like he's 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 given me everything like (laughs) we've we've won everything it's a fact but you know if I had to criticize him for one thing it's his in-game management it is so poor at times. Yeah. And you're watching your right back drown right now. <laughs> you're seeing Trossard have a bunch of fun in between the space of Trent and Matip. And you're doing absolutely nothing to minimise that risk. Now, I know hindsight is a beautiful thing, but why would you not have brought on Joe Gomez and just put him in the right side of defence? Favoritism. Why did you continue with Trent? What did you think was going to happen for the final 20 minutes? Did you just think Brighton were going to just let us have the ball and just, yeah, we're just going to go in and 4-2, 5-2, Like, what, what did he think was going to happen? And this, this is what annoys me about him. Like, anybody else, they would have been hauled off maybe at half-time or anything. Now, I understand you, you love his qualities. I understand that. But sometimes, think of the team. Think of the team and think of the player as well. Let's be honest. Sometimes when you're having a stinker, as much as people see you come off at half time, you're thinking to yourself, you're thinking to yourself, thank you. Thank you for that. Bro, you know what it is, yeah. As a big man, you don't want to be the one asking to be taken off. Yes. Exactly. You know I mean, you, you want to firm it and be like, yeah, yeah now nah, yeah, yeah, I want yeah. to do it. But yeah. reality is you need someone to just be like, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't yeah. got a choice, you need to come yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I'm just I'm just like a boxer in a boxing ring. Listen, if you're getting battered, I've seen boxers getting battered. <laughs> I don't care. Even one fight, Wilder had his, his corner through in the towel. He was happy. Don't get it deep down. But your pride takes a hit. Nah, I didn't want to come out. But listen, really, I'm like, fucking hell, thank God for that. Because I was sinking there. And that's what sometimes you need. And I think the fact of, whether you call it Trent being dropped or whatever, he should have took him out of the firing line. Because sometimes it's too much. He's 23 years of old. And sometimes you've got to look to and think, come on, Klopp, man. Come on. Because you've done it to other players. You've done it to the younger players. Um, you've heard him off at half time. 
Like, you've done it. Like, you should have took him off to say, you know what, but I, I get, I don't get it, but I understand why he hasn't taken him off because if he takes him off, it's like, yeah, that's why yeah. I think he didn't because, yeah, exactly. he that's, that's, that's what I mean. But you, 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 you got to stay strong to yourself, man. Forget the media, forget the influence, but it plays on his mind because what does it he does. do after he does a two minute press conference over you lot understanding Trent's role? <laughs> like, what the hell, what are you doing, mate? What are you doing? Just focus on your own game and your own style. But yeah, um, yeah, we, we 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 hung Trent out to dry. We hung him out to dry. Yeah, I I think he didn't take him off because obviously, like you said, he obviously done that, that two minute press conference back in Trent to the media, back in Trent at, to Southgate. Yeah. Obviously, he's if he took Trent off, he then would have admitted defeat in terms of he's been backing his this player to the hill and he's been saying obviously that like he trusts this player, he fully obviously. Um, he loves his abilities, and this yeah. is he was basically kind of taking the blame for Trent, obviously being kind of bad defensively, saying that this is how he wants them to play. So, yeah, yeah and it's a stubbornness that these managers have. You know, what I'm saying Klopp has it, Pep has it, like all the, they they kind of have it where they know that obviously there's a problem, but they don't want to admit it because if they admit it, you know, what I'm saying the media and obviously would be like, you know, what I'm saying we told you so, whatever thing. So, yeah, um, but yeah, and he he did drown. There was a lot of problems that game because I, I watched that game full night today. Because um I was I can't remember, yeah I was playing football on Saturday so I wasn't able to watch it live and there was just a lot of problems in terms of <clears throat> we had a disjointed press like our press was just all over the place because sometimes Salah and Firmino would press and then Cavalier wouldn't be with them or Henderson and Trent would press and then Salah wouldn't be with them so like just a lot of um players our press was so easy to play out as well like the amount of times Sanchez would go to Webster. Then Webster would find McAllister, and then that's it, they're through. You know what I'm saying? So, we yeah. went three passes, Brighton were able to play around our press straight away. And I don't know why our press is so disjointed. Um, like we played this way, legs, mate. Years. They're older, man. Team's older, mate. I just <laughs> we, had, we had 30th birthdays on Sunday, Alison and Fabi. Yeah, it's facts. Yeah, and legs. I also thought it was, I thought it was very negligent of Klopp to play that left hand side. In terms of playing Shimkas, a guy who doesn't really play in the first team as much, and then playing Cavalio, a 19-year-old, yeah. on top of that. So playing both of them on the same side to me was just that was crazy. Like that was never yeah. ever gonna work. Like in a Premier League game, to play two players who kind of are not familiar with the team system, not familiar with the team's games as much, like on the same side was just it was just crazy to me. And Cavalio struggled with the press as well. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. Um obviously he's not quite there yet. You know what I'm saying? He's a 19-year-old who just made the transition from the championship to the Premier League. So um and then on the counter, we could not stop them. Like, <laughs> we just could oh. not stop. We couldn't take them down. We couldn't jump into a tackle. Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago. I don't want to see that midfield ever again. Like, ever not ever again. again, but I don't want to see that nah, midfield. Nah, man, I'm done, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. It's too haunted. slow. Like, it's actually too slow. Like, all of them together, they might be, they're good on the ball. And we did score some nice goals of Henderson finding Thiago and Thiago finding Diaz and then Diaz finding um, Fabinho. But off the ball, that, that midfield. Th- Trio, it can't work. Like oh, we see against Fulham, we see that again. Oh, my God, yeah. Like Henderson's at the edge of the box. For um, Thiago was on the left, the and then Fabinho's in the middle, exposed by himself. <laughs> Bro, it was horrendous. It was that... absolutely horrendous and embarrassing. But you and know what? Funny. Some, some people think that's our best. Some people think that's our best trio. Like if we were to play a cup final tomorrow, people would play that that trio. But it's just too slow, and it doesn't it's work. Of, the worst thing about it that frigging bum sack, Naby Cater, is part of being our trio. As the worst as it sounds, him fit 
he would be yeah. in that. Yeah. That's what about it. That guy, that I can't stand him, man. Can't believe he's still on our books. That's yeah. a lot of problems. A Agreed. Lot of problems. But, but you know what? You know what? We, we've we've spoke a bit about Trent, but I watched that full night in live and yeah. I even think he was the worst player on our team. I think Van Dyke was horrific. Yeah. I, he was so bad. He was a shadow of himself like he's been this season. Obviously, you saw how well he played in it during the internationals. Um, yeah. And then you're thinking, oh, you know what? He's going to be rejuvenated. He comes back and he's he's just he's he's not doing anything. He's down tools, man. It's like, oh fuck, you know, if Virgil's down down in tools. We're actually fucked, man. Like <laughs> this guy, this guy is the rock. He's he's our he's our rock, man. He he's the yeah. solid one. So if he's like now down in tools and not trying, and you know, like kind of shrugging his hands at people and like, oh god, this is not good. When we and could then, see that yeah. second goal, I looked at their reactions. Man weren't surprised. Like, a lot of them just were just not surprised. They were just looking like, bro, we can't stop this. Like, Van Dijk's reaction when we could see the second goal didn't really do much. Like, they just they, they, they just looked like they weren't even shot. They didn't like they, they didn't really care too much. Like, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We're just shit. <laughs> we're just shit. <laughs> even 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 have one that should get dropped, but again, the manager won't have the balls to. They won't. This is the problem. Like, I just think some egos just need rattling a bit. I'm sorry. It really does for the team's sake. Yeah, and yeah, and Glam. Another thing I've been saying, and um, we had the Twitter Spaces, and I made the comment. I was like, players like again, another player I'm going to bring into the fold, Fabinho. Players like Fabinho, players like Van Dijk, they probably feel so comfortable in their position, yes. knowing that they don't have like competent backups. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you know what? Well, bruv, I can do whatever. Klopp's going to. He's gonna name him starting yeah. starting eleven next week anyway. It doesn't make a difference. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, I think that's my issue. It's like all right, Van Dyke, I can kind of get Salah, I can get cool. But you know, like in, in midfield, I think we've got to a point where we're so reliant on Fabinho playing well that it's become detrimental to the team. But it's like Fabinho now can't have a bad spell because the moment he has a stinky spell is so noticeable and it impacts oh. us massively because that number six position in that trio midfield when we're playing that formation. Yeah. It's crucial. And it's just like, so yeah, it's so crucial. And like the fact that we don't have a competent backup for Fabinho is, is crazy. Um, and obviously he's been suffering recently, man. And I think it was good that he got a rest today. Um, mm. hope, hopefully it means for, for the Arsenal game that it, he'll be the one back into the team. Um, it, should, yeah. it should be. Well, it one should be. I, I yeah. One, one positive, obviously, I don't want it to be all doom and gloom is that I think I'm not worried about attack. That's one place I'm not worried about. Every time we seem to have these rubbish results, we seem to always pull out goals from somewhere. And I think even like, even when we haven't got a patterns of play, I think we have enough individual ability for someone like Diaz to just pull out a goal from somewhere or even Firmino to pull out two goals from somewhere. Um, yeah. So I feel like our attack is, is always, we're always going to score goals, in my opinion. I think we've got five quality, quality attackers. And I thought Firmino was probably the worst out of them, but he's actually doing the best out of them. So um, yeah, I'm not really worried about attack, to be honest. It's just that midfield and defence is just looking no, I'm midfield, I'm midfield, I'm worried about. Our midfield is just... Yes, like, it's just Even even uh, we've got injured, play, in, injured players to come back, our midfield needs a... It's so a, bad. A, a full rebuild, demolition block, rebuild, man. Like, it's just... It's just so... I don't know how it's come like that, though. It's just... All of a sudden, it's just one thing. You know what it is, bro? It's negligence. It's, it's negligence, though. It's negligence from the club, man. Like, 
the fact that the only investment they've put into that centre mid position in the past few years is Thiago yeah. is yeah. crazy. Like, where's the future proofing? What what was it's going true. on? Like, what did yeah. you man think that Hendo, Fabinho, Milner, them like they'll still be balling out like at, at these ages? Yeah, it's true. it's true. Of course not. Of course, there's gonna be a downturn. So, so, so where's the next crop of players? Where are they? Because if you sign Klopp for another three, four years, you're telling him you're going to have another cycle of a team. Where is the start of that cycle? I don't and see it. You've even got like wingers, basically, that transition transition from attacking positions to centre mids. So like Elliot was actually a winger. He's not yeah. actually a centre mid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that's totally not like... A, you can tell exactly. he's not... So that, that's not even like people will say, oh, Elliot Jones, but these are forward plays that we transitioned into centre mids. We actually haven't any got any natural centre mids that are good enough to play coming through the academy. We haven't it's bought scary, any. Man. Struggle, so, it is like, scary. It's so scary. And it's just like, there needs to be more made of this, but everyone is scared to talk. Like anyone yeah. affiliated to the club, any journalist, anyone, any other podcast, every other LFC media broadcaster, whoever. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk yeah, about sure. the negligence when it comes to investing into that midfield and the lack of investment in that and, midfield. And, and we can tell now. And now I can tell where Artur hasn't got any minutes and it was stated already oh, yeah. we're not making it permanent from the, from the off. Yeah, yeah they're like, yo, this guy's not permanent, by the way. <laughs> He's not going in January, but we're not signing him. From then, you've done another Ben Davis to us. You're a player to keep the crowd happy because... It, it, it clearly it's it's not it. And it's all this Bellingham link. I don't want to hear about it no more. Jude Bellingham, Jude Bellingham, Jude yeah. Bellingham. Bro, Jude him. Bellingham is not coming to us, man. Do you know what I mean? You, you think no. you've not got better clubs to go to? <laughs> like, you know I mean? like, my thing I, is that, why mm. would Jude Bellingham come to us? <laughs> like, he's looking at us like, why would... Like, people, no, I think, people's reasoning to me is that, oh, he likes Liverpool. Like, what, what kind of reasoning is that? Like, he's got to think what? about his career. I've, he's got to think about trophies that he wants to win. He's got to think yeah. about, like, you know what I'm saying, his legacy. Just because you like yeah, the club, I think, enough. I think we would be the best club for him because you would play. I, I'm not gonna be funny. Where you going, Glam? Who's benching? He's benching. He's benching him. No, 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 no. What? What? Would you bench him? If he yeah, goes, teams are benching if, if, him. If he goes Real Madrid, he won't last there. He, those kind of clubs, bro. He, it's not that. It's not that. Like I think but he's I, a good player. Say, say about two Tishmeni. Tishmeni's now starting every game in that CDM role. Every game, but that's what I mean. I think Bellingham's good, but if I was him, he, that that move of Real Madrid and that is not for him. He needs to come back to the Premier League. He needs to come back to the Premier League. Um, you know, look at look, look just look at Sancho. Just look at Sancho. That's all I'm gonna say. Just look at him. What mm. what what does he look like to you now? <laughs> what is I I was one saying, oh Man United got him. I'm so vexed. Now I know why City allowed him to go. I I can just see it. Like I can just see it. Ironically, ironically, I think we would have done better at City. But yeah, I take your point, obviously, in terms of... Your yeah, I mean, I'm thinking you're a bad player, but I'm just thinking... Yeah, why does it take, wise about your career move. Why does it take him... Because he went he, man, he went to Manchester. To, um, he went to, up to Carrington before he moved to Dortmund. He didn't materialise. Why does it take you leaving Birmingham to go to German League, to ball out, which most people will ball out in that league. I don't really rate that league. To then say, you know... Ah, oh, let's pay eighty million for this guy. What, what are the scouts doing? Like, what, 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 what are you doing? I agree. I think that you know that's a good point because we've made it in terms of 
um, oh, we can only buy this world-class midfielder. He's the only midfielder that can improve our midfield. Do you know what I mean? There's so many midfielders that can improve our midfield. And I don't really like the, the way the club is moving in terms of, oh, we turn down all these midfielders because they don't improve us. Yes, they do. There's a they lot do. of they players really that do. Us. Yeah, they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of players. Like, this version of Henderson, it's a good player, but it's not a bloody world-beater. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Cater, all these players, they're not world beaters. So there's a lot of players that can improve us. Why didn't we go for that? Why Why didn't we end up with go for um, Bruno Gamarez at Newcastle? Why weren't we in for him? Great question. Great question. Gamarez, Bettinia Bet- at, at PSG is an absolute baller again. Just, what's the scouts doing, man? Like a football manager, I've got about 16 scouts. And I've got them all over the Glam, do this year. Um, put that on your CV and I'll get you the address. Yeah. For, for 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 the LSU scouting department and send Wait, it in, man. Do you know what I mean? I've got my passport. My passport's ready. Fucking hell, man. Just let me go watch some games because I'm gonna I think we, we will find out an inquest to that in terms of maybe is it the scouts or is it the, is it clock? You know what I'm saying? It's one. Some something's got somewhere's gone wrong. Have, you have know the... what it is, Peter. You own. You'll only find out after we've signed our midfielders. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. And and by then it's too late because you can't do anything about it. It's like oh okay, so this is actually what happened. It's like. Nah, heads need to roll right now because that's the reason why we're suffering. Um, yeah. But yeah, but cool. All right, so Arsenal. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to go too much into it, but I'm gonna <laughs> just because it's just fresh after the Rangers game. I just kind of want to get your one minute thoughts, each of you, on what you think is going to happen on Sunday. So, uh, Peter, I'll go with you first. I mean, right now it's looking spooky because the amount of like this Arsenal in such good form, and my thing is that when we play teams that are structurally good and they kind of know their plan, they know their zones, they know everything that they need to be in, and that's the way that Arteta plays. You know what I'm saying? He he's a manager who likes everything to kind of be accordingly. He he knows he wants everyone to be in their positions and their zones, and that's something that we don't have right now. Uh, we are terrible structurally at the moment. I'm saying we don't even know how to play, so um, it could be a long day for us, but. I think we do play the, the 4-4-2 today and it gives us more unpredictability. And I feel like we have enough quality on the pitch to maybe get some goals. So I'm ho- I, I think it might be... I'm seeing like a 2-2 draw. That, that's what it's given to me. Like a, a goals first where um, they probably should have took more of their chances. <laughs> um, and we kind of are clinical. Maybe like a draw and like a cellar goal or something like that. So I'm saying like a 2-2 draw. Okay, cool. And you kept it to a minute as well. Glam, over to you. Um... Yeah, well, do you know what? Form going into this game, it's all on Arsenal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Arsenal, probably the favourite for once in probably a billion years. Um, and literally a billion years. Um, which is fair play. The top of the league, they're playing well. Um, but if, if there's a game that Liverpool need to say, you know what? We need to go out there. We need to rejuvenate our season. You know, we've lost only one game, as shit as we've been for Georgia, but we lost one game. Like, in a bad form that people are saying that we're in. And we look, don't get me wrong, we look poor. I'm the first one to say we look absolute poor. We look a shadow of ourselves. If there is a game that you need to win, to make a statement, it's this game against Arsenal. And I tell you why. Only because Arsenal probably the informed team, maybe along with City. Probably not with City. Arsenal the informed team in the league, period. Um, you know, um, and we're probably <laughs> one of the most outformed team in the league. Period. Do you know what I mean? We're we're kind of easy to play against, but go out on Sunday, make a statement that can change our season around completely. 
And the only way we're going to do that, if Diogo Jota starts, we've got a great record against Arsenal. If Diogo Jota starts and we unleash Nunes against that defence, because Arsenal at the back, they they are unstable when it comes to, especially Gabriel. If we start Nunes, remember I said this, if we start Nunes and Jota, we are winning this game. If we don't, remember what I said, I don't know what's going to happen. We might end up losing. Well, fair. I mean, that's that's more optimistic than I thought you'd be. But um, cool, fair enough. I think he, it's funny with the Arsenal games, they always come at really crucial points of the season for us. And yeah. it's always at a period where either Arsenal are performing really, really well and we then kind of deflate them a bit with our victory yeah. and bring them back to earth. Or yeah. it'll, it'll be at a time where we're not playing great, but then we beat Arsenal and then we start playing really, really well. So, yeah, um, yeah it'll be really interesting to see what happens on Sunday. I think it's going to probably be one of the toughest Arsenal games we've had in years, um, purely based off just the way they're playing and the fact that, yeah, that they've got an actual competent forward now um, who's actually troubled us previously with City. So... Yeah, going to be a good game. Um, the Touchy Gunners will be touch, uh, speaking about the game tomorrow as well, so please listen in to that. Other than that, that's it from myself, Glam and Peter. Lads, thank you for joining me. Um, we will be back same time, same place next week. Keep it easy. Stay safe. Peace. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network.